Here we are, up for a chat about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison. And I'm Cindy O'Meara. And today we're doing something a little bit fun, actually, because on social media we've been watching everybody, you know, totally skiting about the fact that they're going to see Oprah. And um, she's, she's been all over Facebook. She's been everywhere. And I was having a chat with Kimmy this morning and one of my, one of my all-time favourite shows that Oprah does every year is Oprah's Favourite Things. And then, of course, she gives everything away to everybody. Now, we won't be doing that on today's show. <laughs> <laughs> but I think inspired by her Favourite Things show, we sat down and thought, well, well why don't we do our Favourite Things? And it's kind of everything from coconut water to vinegar and books and <laughs> podcasts. And <laughs> so this morning, this morning I ran around my house looking at all of my favourite things. So do you guys want me to get started? Do you want me to share a couple of things? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So... Right now, I have a book that I think it, it's, a, it's a recipe book, actually. It's Living Candida Free. And I found it through um, a chiropractor that I spoke to in Orange. And it's written by Ricky Heller, PhD. And um, it's bloody awesome. It has the most amazing recipes. And uh, Sydney, Cindy will attest to, everything is very high fat. Lots of tahinis, lots of almond butters. Um, uh, lots of seeds, avocados, all that sort of stuff. This particular book is vegan friendly. So there's um, lots of recipes in there that are for me. And I made the, I made a, a, a rescue chocolate. Oh, shut the front door. <laughs> I made it on the weekend. It was cashew nut butter, tahini, almond butter, um, some raw cacao, some maca powder, and coconut oil. <gasps> oh, would you just stop Yum. it? Would you just and a pinch of salt? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! What? Uh, what do you do with it? Oh well, you mix it all up. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you lick the spoon a few times while you're mixing it, and then you put it into. Um, uh, just like a little container, you just because it's quite runny, so you pour it into a container and then pop it in the fridge, let it get hard, and then rip in. <laughs> it's stunning. So that's, that's one thing I'm loving at the moment. Um, the other thing I'm absolutely loving is I bought a new one. It's the Eye of Horus mascara, and it's made mm, beautiful. Yeah, mm. isn't it? And it's made mm. on all natural waxes and natural colours, so it doesn't make your eyes go itchy because I get itchy eyes from all the makeup that I wear from being on stage all the time. Um, and it doesn't make your eyes itchy and it doesn't smudge and it's not gloopy and it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Mm. So I'm loving that. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's a really beautiful, um, it's vegan and it's also got no nasties in it. No, that's right. No nasties, completely natural and not tested on animals. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't leave a raccoon around my eyes. I don't look like a raccoon after wearing it. So you girls <laughs> use it too? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. How awesome. So number one, we're all the same. Got it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay, do you girls have salt lamps in your house? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I actually have one at work as well and there's just something really calming and soothing and ever since we did that podcast I couldn't tell you what number it was uh, but another it was reinforced also with the gorgeous chiropractor from Victoria just gone blank about creating a more red light a yellow warm red light rather than a, um, oh, yes. a bright white blue light um, oh so Wayne Todd Dr yes, Wayne, Wayne. Todd and, and what I've started doing is turning out all the lights, salt lamp, and now that it's Christmas, we got candles and the Christmas lights on the tree, which are all that warm yellow light. And, oh, I just sat in my lounge the other night going, this is quite, it's quite idyllic, really. It's quite nice. <laughs> mm, I agree with you, Kimmy. 
Mm. I've got one in all of I've got one in each of my bedrooms and then I've got this massive massive one I think it's one of those I think it was 80 or 90 kilos so it's half the size of me up on a stand in my lounge room and I that lights up my whole house in the nighttime so I just have that on and then um obviously we've got the telly going wow yeah oh it's how much did that cost 145 bucks Wow. Yeah, I th- I thought it was I thought it was quite reasonable for something that's so spectacularly stunning. Um and mm. when it's lit up it's just divine. But I mean the other ones in the rooms are you know the twenty twenty five dollar ones. They're the three or four kilo ones, I think. So they're probably how big would they be? The size of a a one litre drink bottle and then like in ter- terms of height and then a little bit fatter. Yeah, they're mm. gorgeous. Nice. Yeah, and I often wondered about those, you know. I, I did a bit of research on them and they emit positive ions into, or negative ions, sorry, into the atmosphere. So if there's a cold right. or a flu or there's a sickness in the house, they're combating that. So if either Matt or myself ever get sick with a cold or a flu, I bring all of them into the bedroom and just, I don't know if it's overkill, but I'm doing it. <laughs> No, no, do that and then also put your vaporizer on with things like immune boost yes. or even just lavender and eucalyptus. And you uh, they work so beautifully together, Kaz, and they are so you can't overdo it. You can't put too many positive ions into here. That's like saying you can't put too many And tell me, Kimmy, so things with your body. So I reckon go for it. Salt lamps, oils and vaporizers are absolutely the way to go. Isn't there something about putting a cut-up onion in your room as well if a person's sick? Yep. So beside your bed at night, cut an onion in half. If anybody gets sick, because sometimes we know as we come into Christmas, we actually get sick as we relax, as many of us listening to this will probably adhere to. Um, and that's just because the body is calming and going into a place of, of letting go and probably letting go of the stress that's been harbouring. And then all of a sudden, bam, we get hit. So, um, and let alone all the sugar and wine and champagne we've probably been drinking leading up to breaking, um, having a break. So, what if you do start getting the sniffles or the snuffles, uh, cut an onion in half, leave it peeled. You don't have to peel it. Sorry, leave it um, with the skin on. You don't have to peel it. And then place that beside the bed. Put your salt lamp and your beautiful immune boost into a vaporizer. And uh, preferably probably a diffuser at night if you're going to fall asleep so that it switches off and you don't have the flame to worry about. But you could not do anything more uh, on top of taking maybe a really good Shrek drink, Cindy's colloidals. Oh, sorry, I'm just telling you what I do when I get run down. <laughs> colloidals, um, my Camu Camu, uh, my Super Green and my... Um, Probiotic. Uh, probiotic and I make my little shrimp drink up I do a shot of that I chop up a clove of garlic I don't crush it I chop up a clove of garlic and take that with half an orange whole and then I figure I have done everything as well as rub down my chest with immune boost I've done everything I can to ward off those bugs and uh, and to give myself the best support if it has got me to get through it quickly and the onion takes the bugs out of the atmosphere of course chuck the onion away when one wakes up in the morning and uh, and get rid of it because it has absorbed a lot of those that, that bacteria in the air. Oh, that would be gross. Imagine eating it. Oh, that's quite offensive. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Only you what would think of that. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so what else have I got? Well, this is an oldie bitty goodie. Do you remember Charlie Brown and Snoopy? Yeah, Peanuts. 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 So I've got the Peanuts DVD kit, the DVD set, and I watch them all the time. One of them's called Woodstock, the other one's called Linus, and the other one's called Peppermint Patty. <laughs> I know, and I was only just thinking about it this morning because there's a new movie that's coming out with Charlie Brown shortly. And I thought, oh my goodness, I'm such a fan, and I watched that. I watched the DVD kit that I've got, and I've had it for years. So a huge fan of Peanuts. And then what else? Of course, in miracles. Of course, in miracles. It's a book that I've got here on my desk. It's like a bible. It's just absolutely brilliant. I'll see if I can't find you something fabulous. I'll just flip to a page and hope for the best. Hey, it's one of the most amazing. Um, yeah. Ah, oh, look. 
I don't know that I'm going to be able to find something that's not that's going to be quick enough and easy enough for me to read to you from it. But it's just, it's got it's got a, a text at the beginning of it, so it's kind of like reading a book, the first part of it, and then there's a student's workbook, so you can do the workbook once you've read the text, and then there is actually a teacher's manual, because lots of people who do study the Course in Miracles go out and actually do study groups with it. Um, so it's got a teacher's manual to teach you how to teach this work. And then at the back, there are 365 lessons, which are like 365 meditations for each day. And what I actually did with it, I went and created um, 30 habit helpers, which I call them. And they're like five minute recorded um, snapshot of excerpts from A Course in Miracles that a person could listen to each morning just to get their head in the right place and start breaking that habitual way of thinking. So that was, it's such a, it's, it's been a huge inspiration to me. And then what else have I got here? Oh, hey, have you guys read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert? She is the no, woman. No, I saw it, yeah. Oh, you've got to get it, you've got to get it. She's the woman who wrote um, Eat, Pray, Eat, Love. Love, yeah. Yeah. And in the book, she talks about um, this one particular part of it, which I just think is awesome. She talks about ideas. And she says, imagine if every idea is like this little independent little existence, this little entity, and there are gazillions of them bouncing around in the atmosphere every moment of every day, constantly looking for a receptive body to make themselves manifest. They don't care which body they land on, but they do have to have a receptive body. And a receptive body is a body that's free of fear and self-doubt. Because fear and self-doubt counteract ideas and innovation. So they find a receptive body and they bring themselves to life inside of that body. And that's kind of like, you know, when you get an idea, it just lands in you. And it, it really felt quite, I mean, it's, it's a really cute little analogy. And if it was true, it would kind of make sense. Because the idea just sort of lands in a person and then we run with the idea. But she said that the idea only has a certain shelf life. So once the idea has made itself manifest to the extent that it was supposed to, it leaves. And once it leaves, if the person keeps holding on to it and trying to keep doing it and making it work or making it go further and the idea's already left, there's no substance behind the idea and that's why people feel like they become a failure then or it doesn't work because the idea has already been manifest to the extent that it was supposed to. And then because, mm. yeah, I know, it's so cool. And then because a person goes I, into, oh, but I can't do this or I, I wish I was, you know, I want it to be better or I want it to be bigger, but the idea is already left, the body then becomes non-receptive to the next idea, which is the follow-on or the sequel to that first idea. But because we've got all of this angst going on, the body is now non-receptive, so it can't get the next phase. So the next phase goes to someone else because it's non-discriminatory. It's just looking for receptive bodies all the time. I thought that was just such a great way to think of it. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. I've just downloaded it. Thank you. <laughs> I need some good reading for my holiday. <laughs> You'll love it, Cindy. You'll Tell love it. Tell us the name of it again, sweetie. It's called Big Magic. Big Magic by Elizabeth Big Magic. Big Magic by Gilbert. Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah. And it's eight eighty one on Kindle. I don't know why it's eight eighty one. Don't ask me, but that's the price. <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks Thanks good. Thanks for that, Kat. Yeah, thank you for that. I need it. I was I was reading um something and I'm thinking, Oh, I want something a little bit different. So thank you. Oh. Cool. <laughs> Um, what else have I got? What here? else have you got there? What yeah. else have I got? Okay, so I've also taken a photo in my fridge of some of the food that I'm loving right now. And what I've got here is Nakula coconut water. Totally my favorite. So I put that in my one liter drink bottle and I'll put half or three quarters water and a quarter of the Nakula coconut water because I love the flavor of it it's not it's not too sweet and it's just it's a it's a beautiful fresh crispy flavor and then I also have artisana I don't know if you guys have seen this brand it's quite expensive but delicious the artisana nut butter um, nut butter range so I've got the macadamia mm -hmm. nut butter I've got the cashew butter I've got the pecan butter oh my god have you ever tried pecan butter 
<laughs> Yum. Oh, I don't think I have. You haven't tried pecan butter, Cindy? Oh, no, my God. I've done ABC butter, which is almonds, Brazil nuts and cashews. Oh, Cindy. But I don't think I've tried pecan. I have to try it. You will go weak at the knees. Weak mm. at the knees. Oh, it is insanely stunning. Oh, so delicious. <laughs> Oh, sounds good. Oh, it is. Cindy, you're over there. You're over there in the complete and utter snow, yeah. um, surrounded, about to have a white Christmas. Is there anything around you on the same par? Can you get coconut water and can you get oh, nut yeah. butters and are you close to things like that there? Well, I'm five minutes from a Whole Foods. So oh, I've spent the first day in Whole Foods getting food into the house because we, we have a, a three-bedroom house that we've rented because that's what we need for our big family. Um, and um, so I spent the whole time in Whole Foods just just getting everything that I needed. And so um, Whole Foods actually didn't have organic produce. So I went to the local market here where I am in Breckenridge, Colorado, and I got the best organic produce, just absolutely beautiful. And then um, then I did the rest of my shop at Whole Foods. But the, we, of course, we spent hours in there because there's so much stuff. So, yeah, there's, I had to get coconut water because we ferment our coconut water um, rather than drinking it as it is. So we make it a probiotic. Oh, my God. Um, but it's nice that? fizzy too. Yeah, it's nice fizzy too. So we – we and I got some juices. They're doing cold-press juices. So I went and bought a whole bunch of cold-press juices and we ferment that as well. So How do you ferment it? Well, I'm using cultured wellness cultures. Yeah. So cultured mm. wellness being K-U-L-T-U-R-E-D. So I asked Kirsty Worth, who has already done a podcast with us, I asked Kirsty if she could pack me some for the trip to the US, um, which she did. And um, so I, I um, you should have seen the box of food I bought. I just need everybody to know that I packed a box of Changing Habits foods and cultured <laughs> wellness cultures um, and three coconut creams because I was a bit scared I wouldn't be able to find in the you know in the rush of it coconut cream without guar gum which is very hard to find yeah. which changing habits will be bringing out because I'm so mortified that there is no coconut cream out there or very little coconut cream out there without thickness and emulsifiers and all sorts of things so anyway I bought three cans of that you should have seen this box it was just a huge box of foods so yeah so we have to take that into countries yeah, well, Australia's different to Europe. You can walk through the country and they don't even ask you if you've got any food. America's the same. Like they did ask if you can, you've got food and I suggest I've got packaged food in this box. They didn't look at the box. They didn't open it. They just went, yeah, walk right through. So, yeah, we took like chia and my salt and my sugar and my coconut oil and my inky inchi and camu camu and the greens and the cloidals. And so we took it, we bought everything because we're here for a month and – you know, these are my favourite things. <laughs> you know, you know me. I. It's all about me. It's all about me getting the stuff I want, and then I share it with family and friends. And so, they were my favourite things that I had to bring. Was food? Yes, food is my favourite thing. <laughs> and so the cultures, the cultures travelled okay. Yeah, they have. Um, the juice is fermented at this point, so I've just put that in the fridge. That's twenty four hours. The coconut water is just on the turn, so I'm leaving. Because remember in the cold, although the houses are heated, it's still not as warm as it is in Queensland. Um, so it's the coconut water is just taking a little bit longer and the coconut cream um, is on the turn as well. So it's probably got another 12 hours and I, I can put that in the fridge. So, yep, all the cultures travelled beautifully. Wow, that's amazing. How gorgeous. How amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting on the cultured and, wellness and, website right now. Yeah, yeah, and just order the coconut cream and the coconut water one, um, and you just make them up as she says, and they are just beautiful. Perfect. Perfect. Oh. Did you take anything else with you that was favourite? Um, my kids and my husband, I guess. I, I did bring them as well. <laughs> I bought them. Uh, you know, it's funny when you mentioned, you know, to write down your favourite things. I um, realised that, I, you know, I love the salt lamps. I love my oil and my vaporizers, But I realised it's experiences that I love more than anything. So I, I wrote down 
experiences and I thought you'd like to hear them. Oh, yeah, go for So it. I love, mm-hmm. you ready? Okay, so I love family get-togethers and dinners where we're together and we're, we're eating together. I love snow holidays. I love the beach and swimming. I love hiking in the mountains, running through the meadows with small flowers. They've got to be small flowers. I don't know what it is about little flowers, but I love them. Mm. I love exploring forests, swim, um, climbing trees, breathing in flowers, gazing at stars, enjoying nature, exploring new places, exploring new cultures, and gathering wild foods. So I have to tell you about this gathering wild foods. So where Casey lives in New Zealand, and I spent three weeks there recently, I used to go walk down this street and down on this street there were citrus trees and their citrus fruit were hanging over the fence. So I felt that that was fair enough to take a citrus. I found uh, rosemary was like wild. It was everywhere. So I'd gather rosemary, lavender, aloe vera. And so I would go down this street every morning and I would gather... (laughs) these foods and I, I gotta tell you it's my fa- it was my favorite thing to do of a morning I, <laughs> I'm sure people wondered my gosh has this girl only got this to eat is this is all she's doing <laughs> here comes the crazy lady here comes the crazy lady <laughs> and the other thing the other thing I thought of when we were talking about our favorite things was I thought it'd be really neat if the three of us talked about our favorite birthday you know, what was the most memorable birthday? Because I have an unbelievable memorable birthday and um, it was just one of those birthdays that was never planned. It just happened and um, it was quite stunning. So, yeah, but I don't know if I was there, so I'm not sure I want to hear it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you. I didn't know either of you then. So, mm. well, so it's it's I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to hear it? Oh, my goodness. You're hilarious. Oh, can you hear it? <laughs> so my favourite birthday, I'm going to go ahead anyway. Go on. Go, go, go. So my favourite birthday was my 21st and I was living in Boulder, Colorado and I was um, going to the University of Colorado. So this was 1981 and I had heard about this thing called Colorado Outward Bound and it's where you go into the wilderness and I went into the wilderness for two months and um, just so happened to be uh, September 1981 that we left and we got back late October so I didn't see a shower I it was completely in the Colorado Rockies and right through um, Utah and on my 21st birthday, um, there were 15 of us that were doing this with four instructors and it was called Colorado Outward Bound Western Wilderness Land Management and it was all about low impact camping, stretching yourself where uh, we learned to rock climb, we did bouldering, we did solo. So I was in the desert by myself for three days, never saw another human being for three days. So it was about pushing yourself to the limit. And this on my 21st birthday, which is September 26th, I uh, was hiking with four other people. And that night we were we found this lake. Um, we just happened upon this lake and we decided to camp on this lake. And when you spoke to the lake, like if I said, hello, my name is Cindy, the echo would come back, hello, my name is Cindy, as clear and as, as, as much clarity. So we sat there and just yelled at the lake for hours just listening to what it said when we didn't have tents we had tarps and um so we put the tarp up and the five of us slept under the tarp and i remember waking up in the middle of the night and i couldn't breathe i'm like going guys i can't breathe i can't breathe and anyway it snowed that night and the snow had snowed yeah the grizzlies there don't you worry so it had snowed and the, the tarp had gone on my face with snow on it and i was just in a dream and then finally we we got the snow off and we rejigged the tarp and we all went back to bed. And I woke up the next morning and as the sun rose there was this dusting of snow everywhere. So this is the 26th of September. We hike up this mountain and we get to the top of this mountain and it's um you can see in the distance the maroon bells which are an amazing group of mountains um, in Colorado. And we then, I got, I remember this photo I got of this girl, Alice and I, this girl, Alice was from Phoenix, Arizona, and we got this photo of us up the top and our faces were just, it was most, one of those stunning days, one of those out of a box days. Then we climbed down the mountain 
and got into a valley and walked along the valley and found um, these water holes that steam coming out of them, so hot springs. So we all stripped off, hopped into these hot springs, and someone had baked me a chocolate cake. And we had cake and hot springs, and that was my 21st birthday. My Just one of those ones that you can never, never ever duplicate, and it was never planned. Happened. Oh, how amazing. And you're so right. Like those sorts of things just connect you back to what, what being on this planet is really all about, isn't it? I, I watched an interview the other night with the lady that wrote the book Into the Wild. Oh, yes. Her, uh, <laughs> what's the name of the actress that, that played her? She's really cute. Reese Witherspoon. Um, Reese Witherspoon, mm. not with a knife. And um, she, she was talking about her experiences when her mother passed away and how we get hit with these life-changing occurrences in our life and you never know when they're going to come. But she had, I think, four or six weeks with her mother before she passed away. And her mother always said, always go out and try and let beauty stand your way. So get outside and let beauty stand in your way. And I just thought it was such a, you know, actually beauty stands in our way every moment of every day if we choose to see it. Um, and it was just so poignant to sit there the other night watching her be interviewed about what she felt was the most important thing and why she escaped to the wild um, to to find herself. And I think, Cindy, you as our hunter-gatherer, Bear grills, yes. um, absolute um, extremist when it comes to that, is such a reminder to the princesses of in your lives about how important it is to be out there in nature and 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 I just I, I don't know how I would have coped with a big chunk of snow on my face in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh God! Um, well, the, the book you were talking about, Kim, um, I read. Um, now I can't remember. Somebody said to me, "You must read this book because they knew how much I love to hike." And the author's name is Cheryl Strayed, and it's yeah. called Wild. And oh, it's wow. a journey from lost to found. And I would recommend anybody to read it. But number one, it might want you to, um, you know, hike the Pacific Trail, which um, is a pretty harrowing hike by um, her standards because she hikes it from California to Canada. Uh, but I realised that when you do that and when I did Outward Bound, you actually do your favourite things. You hike the mountains, you run through meadows, you see small flowers, you explore forests, you swim um, in creeks, not the ocean. Um, you climb trees because you need to see um, points. You breathe in flowers. You gaze at stars because every night that's your, your, you know, your drop. And and Karen, I know you like five star, but this is a million stars. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm actually on Amazon right now. <laughs> you know how you downloaded Big Magic? I'm downloading Wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you will love it. Uh, look, I loved it. I couldn't put it down. It was one of those books that, and this was before the movie came out, and I've got to tell you the movie did a brilliant job of the book. Oh, yeah. Wow. And Reese is gorgeous in mm. it. She's absolutely gorgeous. But she changed her name. You know that. She made her name strayed uh, in her 20s. Did you know that? She changed no. her name by default. So she um, she apparently did that, and the lady that was questioning her said, "Why would you say strayed?" And she said, "I think it's wonderful to be strayed. We're all strayed, <laughs> and it's and it's beautiful to be in a journey of life with the stray um, approach to living." And I just thought that's so sweet. It was so cool. She's just gorgeous. Well, yeah. she's, I'm just looking here. She's written another book called Torch. Have you? Yeah. Have you had a look at that one. Is that after a Wild? It looks to uh, be before. Oh, it's before, is no, it, it was before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she did that one before it. So she knew when she was a young girl that she wanted to read and write. She knew that she loved doing it and she knew that it was something that was really interesting for her. Um, and in the interview, she she talked about how the I think one of her teachers, they handed out pamphlets and she, she just loved the look of it and all the things and the poems and the pictures and she started collecting quotes and that's why throughout her books she puts all these beautiful quotes in there and, oh. and says how much she wants to do things and she she called it her awakening and, and she was and her mother always said, you know, you've got to doesn't matter what you do, just do it with all your heart, soul and passion and you've got to do it with your heart and so for her to lose her mum so young, I think it also put her into that place of, you know, we, we say all these things to our children and and you hope that they hear it, but I, I think it's not 
till you're gone that they realise the things that you said were so profound. <laughs> and and same for us with our parents. You probably realise how profound their advice was, but you don't really take it on until either they're far away from you or you haven't had a chance to, to really think about it. But that's one of my favourite things to do is to sit there sometimes and just journal all the people in my life. If I had to write one of their quotes or one of their things that meant something to me, I, I keep a little journal of, of something that that person's told me or, um, you know, I remember being on the side of the Himalayan mountains. Uh, my marriage was in trouble and, and I remember getting up the turned around to him and he said, look, I'm only going to say three things to you um, and I want you to think about this. Um, and it's so profound when you remember these moments, but he just said, look, you've been married a long time. It's not worth throwing this away. Um, I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. I'm just asking you to remember that you can never buy history. And then he said, the second thing I'll say to you, he was a Christian man and he said the devil plays in many ways. This was his analogy. And the devil can show up in our lives in many ways. This is just one of those moments for you to stay in control and believe that love can conquer all. The third thing I want to say to you is that forgiveness is one of the greatest of human traits that many of us never get to master, fully understand or appreciate. But when a human being understands the art of forgiveness of self, of others and of all the things that happen in this planet, then he himself is truly a master. And I've written all that down. That was on the side of a hill as I was hiking that this man said that to me. And he mm. still to this day will never realise how profound those three things were. But every time I find myself personally struggling on something or even not forgiving myself for something I think I could have said or done better, I just think of those words. So it's funny you should say that, that sweetheart. Mm. How beautiful. How beautiful. You know, it's, it, you know what's interesting is when you do lose your mum, um, um, things happen in your life that you want to ask them about how because you realize that they there were some mirrors that were there or some similarities but you never ever questioned as a young person what was going on in their mind and how they were feeling and and you know that whole scenario until it starts to happen to you and then you kind of go I wish I had my mum. I want to ask her that question. You know, I want to ask her, how did you survive? I remember asking Dad something recently and just going, Dad, I never even considered what it was like as a parent um, to lose a child. And I know my mum didn't lose my sister, but my dad did because my mum passed away. And I said, I've never asked you, never asked you that question. You know, so it's, mm. it's interesting. Or when a child's health is not good... I never considered how my mum and my dad felt about my sister. So it was really, it's yeah, it was, they're the things. And, and she lost her mother, This Cheryl Strayed lost her mother very early. And I know she's gone on to get married and have children and she must think the same thing. And Because her mum was pretty groovy. She was really, yeah, she was amazing yeah. in the book. Really, really good. Was I just I just found it here on the net, you know, when she was asked, straight is not your actual surname, it's a name that you gave to yourself. She said, that's true. I was once, now I found. And then um, she said, if she could choose a name again, what would you choose? Never change my name again today, never. When I chose straight for my name, I wasn't looking at the words negative connotations. I was aware that at that time in my life, I really had lost my way, that I'd gone off the path. But the other definition of the word strays are very powerful to me too, you know. Astray is someone who makes or has to make his or her own way in the world. Astray is someone who lives without the essential mother and the essential father, which is how mm. I've lived. So I was embracing that word, that name, for all its darkness and all its light. And I hoped I would keep growing and living in the name, sort of embodying it in my life, you know. I had the name Strayed, the longest of any name in my life. It's like my heritage. I feel it's my real name. When people ask me if it's my real name, I say, yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> how sweet. That's cool. Oh, isn't that wonderful? And, you know, it's amazing how many, um, it's amazing how many people actually, when they look at their name, that they see that their name's not right for them. Because you mm. think about it, like a name is given to somebody by their parents. A name's not somebody that, not something that a person chooses for themselves. Mm. So when she gets a bit older, it makes, well, not, it doesn't necessarily make sense, but it, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to say, well, I recognise that my name was something more meaningful than what my original name was. 
Interesting, hey? That's right. Mm. Yeah. So, Kimmy, Kimmy, what's your yeah. favourite things? What are your oh. favourite things and what was your favourite birthday? Okay, well, one of my favourite things at the moment is I have a beautiful citrine crystal that is just stunning that I chose at Crystal Castle. And apparently it's a stone that provides, you know, happiness, courage, hope and warmth. Um, and apparently, you know, it, it said, I remember the lady explained it to me, that it holds the warmth of the sun um, and the energy. It enhances self-esteem, self-expression. Um, creativity and it's a very cleansing and revitalizing stone so I don't know I, I, I mean I don't know enough about crystals but apparently this one particular attracts abundance and prosperity into our lives so I put it outside on a full moon I washed it with full moon water and I don't know I'm just playing with that at the moment and mm. I just it's just a nice, if nothing else, it's a lovely little ritual and I absolutely love full moons. I've got two girlfriends that every full moon we text each other and we've been doing it for years. So every time there's a full moon, the two of us, three of us, doesn't matter where we are in the world, we text each other and acknowledge the full moon and I've always loved doing that little ritual. Um, that's quite a beautiful little thing. Of course, my oils are everything to me they come in every single part of my life I body boost that's one of my favorite things to do every morning I've now for the last week been oil pulling since we interviewed <laughs> beautiful Dr Lillian and I nearly gagged on it the oh other day when goodness. I tried to no no I was oil pulling in the shower washing my hair and realized that it's really hard it's like rubbing your stomach and patting your head and I realized that I got confused and at one point went to swallow so um, oh, I realised that maybe God. that's not one of my favourite things to do and I nearly gagged on that. But anyway, I've kept to it and I have to say to you, the, the feeling of morning breath is not really happening at the moment. So I love that. Uh, podcasting with you two would have to be one of yeah. my absolute favourite, favourite, favourite rituals of all time. And mm. as much as sometimes it's a struggle for the three of us to get together or to prove to everybody that we are actually working and that people around us think that we're just having a catch-up, I... Well, you know, I can't really uh, not agree with that. But on the same level, when we get uh, one of my other favourite things is when we ever get an, a, an email or a, a message. Or this morning I had a beautiful package in the post from a lady that makes natural skincare deodorant. And she heard one of my webinars that I did last week and to receive a handwritten note and to say that the work that I do is, is changing lives. I with no ego I don't mean that with ego I just I feel humbled I get goosebumps and I get very very um like you two I know when we get those thank yous that's one of my favorite favorite times of the day to sit there and acknowledge that um I love cooking and therefore two of my favorite cookbooks at the moment is Pete Evans family paleo cookbook I still love that book and I recommend that to anybody who's starting out who wants to start with a more healthy lifestyle and don't really know where to start. If you're not vegan or raw, of course, that would be an ideal book. And I also love Lola Berry's The Happy Cookbook. I love her book. I love Tanya Hubbard. I, I feel very blessed with a lot of the people that we have in our circles or people that we get to interview. They're all my favourites. I can't pick those. And 69 um, Shades of Chocolate. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's coming out for Easter next year. We're, we're <laughs> redoing 69 Shades as we speak oh, um, with 13 more recipes. Yeah. Um, so that's been done. I'm looking forward and a favourite thing I love to do, like you, Cindy, is spend time with my family. This will be the first Christmas we've been at home for years and it's oh. just us four. I think Danny and I are excited. I think the kids are thinking, well, what are we going to do after we've opened presents? Um, but, you know, hopefully as teenagers they get to appreciate that a walk on the beach on Christmas Day is, is pretty special. I love kimchi and sauerkraut, and I know that probably sounds really boring, but they're two of my favourite, favourite things of all. And I absolutely love my Thermomix. I've been loving that for eight years, and I've never tired of that little thing. Apple cider vinegar is a favourite that sits in my fridge that I always love putting a teaspoon into my glass of water of a morning and at night it's with ice and sparkling water as my little drink but after listening to Lillian I now do it with a straw. Um, I absolutely love my stainless steel wok. I, I totally love cooking with that. I've got an owl lamp in my bedroom that I absolutely love putting on every night and I keep hoping every time I switch it on that I'll be a smarter you two girls one day that's my wish every time I put it on that's no joke I try and think that every time I put it on I can embrace the wisdom of all of those I look up to and adore 
I have my gratitude insight card that I actually gave to Kaz, my beautiful manager of, of 28. And every day we come into the office, we all draw one of those cards and it's amazing how, um, how perfectly in the line they are with us. I also have a course in miracles next to my bed. My coconut lip balm is one of my favorites right beside my bed. I love having moist lips. That probably sounds terrible, but you know what I'm saying. So, And a sharp knife with my broth of life. I think, Kaz, you were going to say broth of life for your babies. I think my broth yeah. of life, because I don't always get time to make it. I absolutely love what those girls are about. And my Adorn Mineral Makeup is a favorite. That's um, a beautiful, you know, vegan, animal cruelty-free natural makeup that I love to use. The bronzer at the moment and and I think I've I've kind of said a few of them does that help for now oh they're brilliant <laughs> absolutely brilliant. and I was ticking as you were saying I go oh yeah 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 me too me too me too yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we all do that don't we they go oh yeah yeah that we and that, and that. I think there's lots of favorite things <laughs> I wanted to throw That's in one I wanted to throw in an extra favorite of mine at the moment there's a girl who came through um, my speakers fast track program last week uh, her name's Kristen Plint and she um, oh. is, yeah, she's just an absolute dreamboat. And she is going on this huge big trek through um, Borneo next year. And she's raising funds to save the orangutans. And I didn't realise, mm. but $10 allows them to protect one hectare of land. Just, just oh. $10 allows them to protect one hectare of forest. So she's she's doing a big appeal at the moment to try to get people to um, contribute to the, um, the fundraising. And I, when she spoke about it at Speakers Fast Track, I mean, this girl, she's been doing this kind of work her whole life. She does these big treks and, you know, she's totes like you, Cindy. She is totes Bear grills. She's in mini Bear grills. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! Have you hey, girls, do you realise? Do you realise she's the one who works up in the mines up in Queensland, and she's the one who started the guys up there listening to our podcast. Oh. And, to and it's her oh. that the gentleman that's turned his cane sugar farm into a nature yes. reserve on starting here us. It was oh, Kristen, was, and she completed my program. Yeah, and she completed my program with the HLE and has, and I think she's about to do Cindy. She wants to do mm. that as well. And she's just a true change agent that said a lot of her philosophies has been in, built but has been absolutely, um, what's the word, um, she feels like it's totally the right thing and has been proven time and time again with the work of, of the wellness couch. So how beautiful is that? Oh, Amazing. Oh, yes. Uh, I knew I'd heard her name before. So, oh, isn't that wonderful? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's doing some amazing work. I've got, um, we, wrote, we raised nearly $1,000 for her at <gasps> um, Speakers Fast Track. Just as, as soon as she actually just said, it takes $10 to, to save a hectare, everybody just put 10 bucks on the table. We've had others putting 100 bucks down, you know, I've put in 1000 So there's just... You know, so much that, that, you know, people see all this tragedy, but they don't know what to do to help. Mm. And when you've got somebody like that who um, can do the work and you can get behind them, it makes, it makes a massive difference. And I think that, you know, the human versus animal conflict that we have on our planet at the moment, I think for people like Kristen who are able to bring awareness to it and the, the tragedy and the sadness you know, for the purposes of bloody palm oil, it's ridiculous. You know, there's so much more that we could use other than palm oil. Uh, it's, I think it's amazing that she's, she's so courageous and, and, and doing this work. So, and I really wanted to make sure I mentioned that because to me that's the top of my pops for this Christmas. Nobody's getting Christmas presents from me this year. I'm making donations to um, the Foundation for the Orangutans and I'm also making donations to um, the RSPCA and my local... Um, animal shelter which I do every year anyway but um, that's mm. where my Christmas present money's going so I think most of us have got what we want oh. you know so I think if we can if we can help people and others and animals that don't have that kind of help I mean that's kind of cool to me anyway you know on that on that note Karen I'd, I'd love to 
I'd actually really love to sing out to our podcast listeners and particularly those that have completed programs with all three of us or are undergoing them at the moment. I mean, to have them believe in us enough to want to study with us or or to do workshops with us and to believe that we can support them in their life journey and in turn create more and a greater ripple effect. I mean, people, you, you listeners, you have no idea how much you mean to all three of us and your comments. We may not always answer every single one if we've totally inundated with what we're doing but it, we know it and we never not read them and and particularly those who have done our programs and Cindy's program and, and your speakers fast tracker I just and also the mindset or the mastery programs yeah, that you yeah. offer I just I really want to sing out to them because it's thanks to them that we keep doing the work that we're doing and we're inspired by them because they get to know us more and therefore give more feedback and more you know appraisals around how we can keep improving growing and and continuing that that beautiful ripple effect so all three of us kisses and hugs from us right back at you yeah mm-hmm. totally agree <laughs> yeah, totally agree definitely i've just mm. pulled up Kristen's website because i think there's probably going to be some people who might be interested to look at this project that she's um that she's supporting i'm trying to find the link we should the um link. we should we interview her, her guys we yeah, should ask all- her to come and talk to us about uh, the work that she's doing. Like I've been to Borneo and um, Kotakinabalu. I'm wondering if she's hiking Kotakinabalu or is she going across the other side where the orangutans um, are. And it's it's a stunning place. Karen, you should go. You would love it. You, I know I would. It is just, you would just love it. It should be something on your hit list. Yeah. I'm, One of your favourite things that you need to put on your hit list. List. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it right now. Well, she doesn't know yet if it's her favourite. <laughs> no. Well, I tell you what. I won't be. I won't she trek through. Really Kristen's Kristen's trekking through like waist deep water for a, a day mm. and leeches yeah, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, no. not mm. for me. Um, you just be there to greet her when she arrives at Sabara or wherever she's going to be arriving at. Yes, that's what I'll, I'll be there. I won't be wearing heels. We can say that much. I'll, I'll leave the heels at home. <laughs> I'll be there with blow dryer, hair straightener, deodorant, all those things, just to kind of freshen her up a little bit. Oh, no. I think that's what you there. She'll just laugh at you. She would. She's, she would. She would think that's hilarious. But I actually think that that would be awesome. You know, I think it would be just wonderful to do something. Not not trekking through the waters and stuff, but I'd love to be able to go through the rainforest, <laughs> and I'd love to be able to raise awareness and stuff for for things like that because it totally flicks my switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's totally awesome. So yeah, hey, um, and so Cindy, just over there being in the snow, just tell us, just give us a little brief, little brief rundown on what your Christmas is looking like this year. Well, we're going to be in Park City, Utah. We're actually in Breckenridge, Colorado, at the moment, and we're going to do a road trip. Uh, a couple day road trip up there, yeah, um, leaving around the fourteenth. So it's white. There's, there's. We had the Santa race this morning through the main. Sorry, yesterday between through the main street of Breckenridge. I don't know how many Santas were in it, three hundred and fifty. But I realised that if I dressed up as a Santa, I could have run through the main street of Breckenridge too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the lighting of the tree, so. There's all this fanfare and they light the beautiful big tree. Everything is decorated, like there's snow everywhere and everything is decorated in Christmas lights and red bows and it's just, just, it's very different to the Australian Christmas, very, very different. Uh, It was nine degrees this morning when I woke up. Now, that's not nine degrees Celsius, that's nine degrees Fahrenheit, which is well below zero. So it was that cold this morning when we woke up but the day was warm enough where um you know you still had to have beanies and jackets and jumpers and you know woolen socks on but they're they're just beautiful days so yeah and our christmas will be there will be um my three kids are all adults and my husband and i and we have um brogan's um girlfriend also coming uh we have a friend of casey's coming a friend of tania's coming uh, is, which is Catherine, who lived with us for about five months. So we actually, um, people all went, oh, can we come? Can we come? <laughs> and all of a sudden we have this full house, full everything. So it's um, it's very exciting and we're all together. And this is something, we were just talking about it as we were going up the lift this morning. 
we haven't been together for a long time because Casey's been in Western Australia at university, Brogan's been all over the world, Tanya's been surfing and it got competitions. Uh, I don't know, we just haven't had that that time together for a while. So we're, we're, we're uh, all just, very I excited. I just want to interrupt you, Cindy. I'm yeah. sorry. I noticed that all your children have got friends coming. Yeah. I have not yeah. seen mine and kids yeah. in, you know. Uh, well, I didn't I, invite uh, any of them. <laughs> they mm. just decided to come. So you guys can come, you know, like it's still time before Christmas. Well. So you can get on a flight and get over here fast. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon that would be pretty She's fabulous. off. Yeah, I'm packed. Well, you know what? We booked these tickets. We booked these tickets January this year. Um, they were cheap. I, I, they were It's cheaper than going to Perth, getting to LA. So we booked them immediately and um, we booked the houses by April. So we paid for the two houses and they were all through Airbnb. Um, which is just amazing. And you should see this place we're in. It's it's stunning. So we um, booked all through Airbnb. We booked these things called Epic Ski Passes uh, back in, that would have been April, May as well. So we Epic Passes mean that you can ski in many resorts around the world, including Breckenridge Vale, um, Copper Mountain, A Basin, Park City, Canyons, and Smiggins in Australia. Oh, wow. And, oh, it's amazing. And so you have 12 months to use this pass. And you basically can ski for, I think it was $700 for the year to have a ski pass. That is for the unreal. year. Yeah, it, it, look, it's, it's incredible because considering it's $113 per day to ski here in Breckenridge. And that's five people. That's very expensive. So what we did was that we kept looking at all the best deals that we can possibly get. And, you know, if you prepare um, and you are looking at all the best deals, you can do this on a shoestring. You do not have to spend a lot of money doing what we've done. So, and when you consider we've had the whole year to pay for it, the whole, just bit by bit, we go, right, paid for, right, accommodations paid for, epic ski passes are paid for. And there's a second-hand shop here for skis. You can buy skis for $30. You don't have to rent skis for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I bought a pair of skis here for 60 bucks. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and ski boots. Um, I found a pair of ski boots for $60. Now they're $500, and they, they were not even used. Like, they had you on them. So um, That's amazing. People have just got to think outside the square. Like they might be looking at me going, oh, my gosh, she's gone skiing for, you know, for Christmas. But we actually – and we eat at home. We don't eat out um, We because, we, you know, what we like about food. Uh, we did spend a bit of money on food, but I would have spent the same money at home. It makes no difference. We did the same thing last year. That's how we had our, our, our trip to New Zealand. We got – um, when we did our snow trip, it was one dollar each snow passes. It was up for twenty four hours, and we were. And my brother texted me and went, "Hell, get on there because you could only get three or two at a time, I think, or something." <laughs> yeah. So we had five days of skiing for a dollar a day. I, I was blown away. Mm. It, it is. It's a matter of knowing. Like I reckon there should be a website out there going, "How do you do?" You know, like ski passes or or I don't know. And, and skiing's not the only thing people love to do. They love to do. Cruises. I had somebody do a cruise just recently. Uh, they had to fill the boat up, and so they they were just kind of throwing away cruises. And I think they did a ten day cruise for four hundred dollars through the Pacific Islands. Wow, that's amazing. Twin share, I think it was. So for the couple, it was eight hundred dollars. Ten days, everything, food, cruise, um, on offs, whatever they wanted to do. You know, so. Holidays don't have to be expensive or you can do what we used to do with the kids when we were little, when they were little, I should say. We used to go down to Mooloola Bar for sure, put the um, tent there and camp for the for three weeks. <laughs> Remember we used to do that. <laughs> oh, watch the hillbilly. Here come the Griswolds. Yeah, the Griswolds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say one of my other favourite things to do is to is to watch 
um, our, our inner circle of, of girlfriends and friends shine and, and get together with the likes of, of the Talons and the Charlottes and the Yvettes and, the, you know, all our beautiful tribe of people that have been involved in the wellness industry and, and you know, watching everybody do their thing and, and spread their magic and hopefully by being a part of our tribe, people get to meet all these beautiful souls as well. Don't you think that's one of our favourite things? I mean, sitting in a wardrobe mm. for three hours with Talon has to be even though it's you know and, yeah. and I sat on the couch on Saturday with a girlfriend of mine after we received some pretty harrowing news about a loved one that we care very deeply about and we sat on the couch and for, for six hours and just mm. just chewed the fat and I think you know sometimes doing those things guilt-free and sitting there with a friend I think sitting there hanging out with one of your besties and, and sitting there is just one of my favorites and and then yesterday, I have to say to you, I was I was MC for the special needs, very special Christmas party down at Cotton Tree, and and to watch all these families with special needs children, and these children were dancing at the front, and we were dressing up celebrities with Christmas trees, and we had beautiful Rob Roth from the Channel Seven News there. We had down Percival with Carl or Sandy, he jumped up on stage. When I watch community events like that all come together and everybody there's no judgment there's no and just to watch these kids and these families just have a day where there was everybody was included it wasn't just open to families with special needs but it was just beautiful so um yeah it was just a very special day and i think sometimes getting involved with the community is something a really lovely thing to do and a favorite of all time i mm. think that's such a beautiful thought mm. you know there was often um there was a, I can't remember who said it, it's very simple, but it says the thing that you want the most, give that. And I think, you know, if what we're wanting is community yeah. and we're wanting love and connection, we've just got to give that and give that like on a, as big a scale as we possibly can, hey. And what you did yesterday, yeah, Kenny, yeah. was, what so, you did yesterday was amazing, absolutely amazing, hmm. Spe you know, like a special oh. event for the disabled. Like, I mean, oh, that just would have been so fabulous. It was. It was so beautiful, and they were so funny. And you know, some of them, this grown man, kept coming up to Darren, going, "I need a photo with you, sir. I need a photo with you." And Darren was so cool. He got him up, and he was singing with him, and Aww. he had kids jumping up on the. Just it was. Sounds like it was just priceless. It does, doesn't it, Kaz? Oh, <laughs> it just sounds yeah. absolutely beautiful. And I saw photos of of Kim. Yeah. She must have posted them on social media and I saw them and I was trying to figure out where it was. And it, It's so funny, you know, when you go away and you see these things and um, you miss them. Uh, I, not that, uh, you know, I've got anything to complain about, but you do, you miss those beautiful community events. And so that's why we're trying to get into the community here in Breckenridge. And um, there were the, the, the race with Santa, the Santa race down the main street of Breckenridge was actually a charity run so you paid money and you got in the run i found that out late later but i think getting into our community around christmas is is so important and to make sure that everybody um you know has something like i see somebody on the street i, I will never pass them without giving them some money or some food because i kind of go well i don't know their story and it might not be a good story. It might be a good, I don't know their story. And it's not up for me to judge. It's just up to me to go, okay, it looks like you need money and food here. We'll take you, I'll let you have it because I can afford it. So why not, you know, share that? And it's about going across the road, you know, getting a $15 salad and giving it to them. Um, if that's better than giving them money because you're scared they're going to spend it on drugs or alcohol, then that's, you know, that's what we do. Yeah, I love it. I yeah, love absolutely. You're beautiful girls. So soft and sweet and beautiful with so much love in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what one little boy said, you know what I said to little um, one little child yesterday at the event? I said, what do you want for Christmas? And he looked at me and he goes, I like hugs. Oh, and I thought, oh, is that not a metaphor for the world right now? We all need hugs. The world needs a hug. So let's just get out there and give hugs. Yeah. Oh, how beautiful. This has been an amazing show. Just yeah, nice. Yeah, I and, loved it. And it's nice It's nice just the three of us sometimes to just catch up and chat about what's going on in our worlds and where we are and our favourite things mm. and, you know, birthdays mm. and all those kind of cool stuff. 
So we're at the end of our time. I don't know where it's gone, but we're at the end of our hour. So say goodnight. Please. I don't like it. Good night. <laughs> don't want to leave. Well, it's, don't it's, leave you. It's night here. It's dark. The, the sun's down and the moon. Um, I can't see that yet, but it, it's definitely dark here. <laughs> oh. Well, we hope you have the most amazing time over there, Miss Cindy. Thank you for coming on Thank the show you. tonight. To, well, tonight, today. Today. You have the most amazing time over there, and we're sending you all our love and hugs. Mm, thank you. And for everybody mm. listening to today's show, hopefully you've enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed delivering it for you. Go to our Facebook page at allthews.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat, and I'm going to make sure that the link to help the orangutans is on our Facebook page straight away. And um, you can post all of your comments and all of your questions at allthews.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat and you can also post your comments and your questions at all the w's dot the wellness couch dot com forward slash up for a chat you'd think i'd have it down pat by now my goodness <laughs> so join us i find my mouth moving at the same time as you're saying it <laughs> so join us here next week everybody on up for a chat and become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world we're going to see you on the ride bye